Now it's time for the further adventures of Big John and Sparky. Today's chapter is entitled, Big John Gets a Screen Job. Be it ever so humble, there's no place like home. And no matter how far we wander, we always are glad to get back to our little house in Cincinnati, Ohio. The little house where Big John and Sparky live all the way up the next block. We had quite an exciting time in Indianapolis, Indiana. What with the racing and all. Sparky and Yuki's cars. But now we're back home and uh, back to normal. As today's program begins, Sparky and I are in the kitchen of our little house all the way up the next block. Something, Tom? What are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? Well, now that you've finished your breakfast, you're going to school. Well, I don't have to go to school today, Big John. You don't? How come? Oh, today at school we start having end-of-the-year exams. And today they're having uh, arithmetic and spelling, and uh, I already have a passing grade in arithmetic and spelling, so I don't have to take those examinations. Oh, wonderful. Good for you, Sparky. So you don't have to go to school long, huh? No, sir. i got a free day today and tomorrow. I only have to go in the morning for two hours tomorrow because uh, the only examination I have to take is English. Oh, well, don't you have a passing grade in English, too? Sure, sure. But I decide, you know, I don't have a high enough grade in English to get out of taking the examination. Oh, I see. Uh, well, to answer your question about what we're going to do today, I'm going to put up our window screens. It's too late in the year already as it is to be just getting started, but um, i got a late start cleaning and painting them, but today i got to get them put up for one. Hey, Tino, can I help you? Well, sure, if you want to. What's the matter? Haven't you and your buddies got anything to do at your clubhouse shack back in Wobbledings Woods? Oh, the rest of the guys in our club have to go to school today to take the exam. All of them except Joe Rappaport and Charlie Camerdine. Oh. Charlie's going downtown with his mother today to get some shoes and a pair of pants. And, uh... <laughs> Cyril, you know what Cyril, Cyril's doing today? No, what, what's Cyril Rappaport doing? Um, he, he says that since he doesn't have to take the examination, he thinks he's neglecting his uh, education, so he's giving himself an arithmetic and spelling examination at home. Oh. <laughs> you know that? Yeah. Oh. Don't open. Are you going to get it? Yeah, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> Boy, that isn't something. Hey, good morning, big job. How are we coming today? Well, Yuki. Morning, Yuki. Bye. Come on in. Sit down at the table with me and have a cup of coffee. Ah, oh, thanks. Go buy us a I'd even take a slice of that there blackberry coffee cake you got there. Nothing I like better in the morning than a nice slice of coffee cake to dunk in the cup of coffee there. <laughs> yeah, I like to do that too, Yuki. Uh, hey, now, will you please pour some coffee into my cup too so I can dunk uh, some more coffee cake? And I'd also like to have another big glass of milk too. Yeah, I don't drink the coffee, Lucy. I just use it for dunking purposes. Oh, yes, lad. As uh, Duncan goes, coffee makes good material for dunking purposes. <laughs> when I finish dunking the coffee, then I drink it, though. <laughs> well, here's your cup of coffee, Yugi. Ah, fine. Now, I'd just like to slice myself off a piece of this here very fine coffee cake. <laughs> ah, there we are. <laughs> oh, it's very fine-looking coffee cake, big John. Oh, <laughs> boy, it is good, too. Where you taste it, Yugi? I have tasted it. Oh, say, that's, that's real fine. Oh. Sounds like it. Boy, it is real fine, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, listen, not to change the subject, but uh, what brings you over here this early in the morning, Yuki? Have you got something on your mind? Oh, no, nothing extra. 
Just drove a fellow over this way in the taxi cab, and I was passing by on the way back to the taxi stand. I just thought I'd stop by. Oh, I see. Well, good. Right. Glad to have you. Yeah, fight. I'm just thinking about you this morning. Yeah, fight. Too bad you couldn't get your race auto fixed so you could drive it in the 500-mile Memorial Day race at Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, that's a fight. Shame we had to make the trip up there all for nothing. Oh, it wasn't for nothing, Big John. After all, the lad here drove his busy, busy race auto in the race for the kids and won it, you know. <laughs> That's something. Uh... Yeah, boy. That was sure fun. Yeah, it was a big thrill. Lou Sparky's got his trophy sitting up on his dresser in his room. It's real impressive, too. Yeah, real fine. Well, looks like we're finished up here with the what do we got on the books for today, Big John? Oh, I was just telling Sparky I've uh, got to put up the window screens today. Sitting out in the backyard just waiting for the job to be done. Well, fine. Come on, let's get to it. I'll give you a little old hand there if you don't mind. Mind? Hey, I'd appreciate it. Come on, we'll just let the breakfast dishes sit here and I'll wash them later on today. You coming along, Sparky? Sure am. Come on, let's get outside and get to work putting up the screen. Okay, uh, just bring the ladder over here, Sparky. Uh, no, Yuki, you bring the ladder. Sparky, uh, bring some screens. Uh, bring me, uh, let's see, bring me that uh, screen number six and uh, screen number ten over there. Just the ladder, big John. I'll just lead it up against the house here, right alongside the kitchen window. Yeah, okay, uh, Yuki. Now, look, screen number six goes in the kitchen window, and number ten goes in the upstairs window above it. Sparky, I can hear the doorbell ringing. I don't know if you can. You can hear it in there. Uh, we go around to the front door and see who it is. And look, if it's a salesman with those spare keys for sardine cans, tell him we don't want any. Got all the spare sardine can keys that we want around here. Can't use any more. Hey, do you want me to hand you one of these here screens up to you, big dog? Yeah. Hand me number 10. I'll put that up on the uh, bathroom window here first. Okay, fine. Number 10, you say? Right. Here you are. Okay, Yuki. Up we go. Putting up these here screens reminds me of the night old Charlie Rusbaugh got married to that red-haired nurse from Tugmerta, Louisiana. Putting up these screens reminds you of that? Fine. How come? Old Charlie Rusbaugh, this here red-haired nurse, who, by the way, was 16 years old and never been kissed, eloped. I believe the exact time of the elopement was back in the spring of 1933. Say she was a nurse and she was only 16 and never kissed? How could she have been a nurse at the age of 16? Well, she wasn't 16 and uh, never been kissed when uh, she and old Charlie Russell eloped. <laughs> they eloped 20 years later. For that matter, she was 36 and never been kissed. <laughs> well, that gal had a face that would stop a clock at the city hall belfry and make the bells ring for a week. <laughs> I see. Well, okay, the screen's in. Now hand me number six, Yuki. Yeah, fine. 
Yes, sirree, old Charlie Rust, love this year, red-haired nurse, age 36, a little back of the spring of 1933. Old Charlie made arrangements to meet this here red-haired nurse, whose name, by the way, was Carmelita Schwarzkopfer, at the office of the Justice of the Peace up in Clendenning, Missouri. Carmelita waited for old Charlie for six and a half years. Never left the office of the Justice of the Peace for a second. Old Charlie never showed up. Seems he was making his way up the Mississippi River in a two-oared flatboat from Tudmurda, Louisiana to Clendenning, Missouri, and he got headed the wrong direction. Went down the river instead of up. Got out the Gulf of Mexico, ended up in uh, Consuega, Peru, got lost in the Andes Mountains, and wasn't heard from for ten years. Is that so? Now, fine. Yeah. Whatever became of his girlfriend, Carmelita? Well, she got tired of waiting, later married the Justice of the Peace. Retired from active service as a nurse, had 12 children, four sets of twins, one set of triplets, named Edie, Meanie, and Mighty. And? Ain't no mold, they got. Yeah. <laughs> the other child was a girl named, uh, let's see, what was her name? I've kind of forgotten right here now. Hey, Tom, look who's here. Mayor Plumpline just came through the front door. Oh, well, what did he want? Why don't you tell him to come on back here? And he did, Buster. Here I am. Hey, got you working, have they, Bucky? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a little late getting around to it, but these screens have got to go up to the kitchen windows. We don't want all the flies and bugs in town to come in the house. Oh, yeah. When summer gets here, you got to have screens in the windows. That's for sure. You bet. Yeah. I can I get last night by a cedar. I saw him buzzing around in the room. Well, I didn't see him, but I could hear a voice make all kinds of noise. And then all of a sudden, I felt this thing on my ankle. And wow, boy, did it ever itch. And it's all full up, too. Hey, he got me all right. Well, I think I may as well come down. And we'll move the ladder over to the next window. We'll get the uh, dining room window and my bedroom window above it on the second floor. Yeah, why don't you step there, Big John? What'd you say? I said, look out, but you're going to step on the window screen. You can start leaning up against the ladder. Watch out there. You're going to be in trouble. Yeah, look out, the Whoa! Oh, that's... Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay, Bucky. I think so. Oh, Yuki, you dumb snoot wants a big idea of leaning that there window screen up against that there ladder like that. Oh. Are you hurt? I don't know, Sparky. But <laughs> don't think so, but I did turn my ankle when I slipped to the ground like that. Uh oh, now, see what you went and done, Yoke? Then went and made Buster turn his ankle. Probably sprained it. Maybe even busted it. Oh, I don't know. I doubt if he's any worse than strained himself. See, his foot went right through the window screen. Probably just strained himself. <laughs> you get it? He went right through the window screen and strained himself. Doc, this ain't no time for joking, Yuki. Yeah, fine. Can't you see Big John's in pain? Here, Buster, I'll give you a hand and help you to your feet. All right. Up we go. Oh, steady, Mayor. Hey, I don't think I can put my weight on my foot. Can't, huh? Oh. Looks bad, lad. Looks bad. Yuki, get on the other side, Big John. There, we'll help him on into the house. Lad, you better run and call the doctor so she can come over here and take a look at Big John's ankle. Do that, will you? Okay, I'll call Dr. Conkite right away. Oh, I hope Big John's ankle isn't broken. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Well, 
say that was a very inopportune time to fall off a ladder and sprain an ankle. I don't know who's going to put the screens up now, but we won't worry about that for the moment. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, boys and girls, and see if my ankle is okay. <laughs> or don't you care? <laughs>